Hello, hello, hello. My name is Robert. I am the recovery guy and you have entered into the fix. so much for rejoining Recovery Guy Podcast. My name is Robert. I am the Recovery Guy, and I am excited to be here today. Things are going fantastic. Uh, my personal recovery has never been better, and so many of the people that uh, I'm working with uh, are doing incredibly well, and I've had a great opportunity with uh, a couple of my latest Zoom meetings to bring in some people from uh, Oregon and even Florida to join us. And so on one hand, the Zoom meeting has created some challenges, but on the other hand, and I and I hope you have found this in your opportunities as well, that it has allowed other people who for proximity's sake would not be able to be there. But now since we're doing it remotely and taking advantage of technology, they can be there. And and we're making the best of it. And Annie's house is doing great. And the houses with um, Welcome Home Sober Living. I'm just hoping that we can get back uh, into these locations. Again, I was telling Scott Brickner from Welcome Home Sober Living, as soon as California opens up, one of my first trips is going to be down to spend three or four days uh, in the homes and and uh, work with the women and, and see what they're doing and always get caught up by, with Scotty and Melissa on the amazing things that are going with family reunification in Southern California. It's always a joy to uh, to be a part of that and just to even to be a part of recovery as a whole. You know, so if you're new or relatively new to recovery, regardless of, of where you're coming from or the depths that you feel you need to recover from, you know, helping others is such an incredible uh, ingredient. Like if you were baking cookies, you wouldn't want to exclude flour or sugar, Right. And, and that's the same way because we know if we do um, exclude something very important in the recipe, you might bake a cookie, but it might not uh, have the same satisfaction or the flavor or the taste or what have you or the consistency. Same way with recovery. You know, we can stop drinking, we can stop using, we can stop engaging in that negative behavior, but to really find fulfillment, to really find fulfillment it's been my experience in the experience of countless others um, that this helping others must be done. And, and whether, again, you're new or relatively new, there's a place for you. You have value. Uh, ask Chaz. Uh, uh, ask anyone who really understands uh, the importance of helping others. And Because remember how we were helped, right? So we give back to the degree or even more so than what we were given and that's how this whole thing works. Hey, today's episode title is called "Wounded No More," um, and and I and I'll explain it in a minute how I got there. I think you'll appreciate how how my crazy mind works. But for those of you who are new or relatively new to Recovery Guy podcast. Uh, I want to give you uh, just a little background, and if you know much about me or what we're trying to do, then thank you for indulging me for the next 90 seconds. Uh, The journey of our mission has always been to recognize the power each of us 
must exhibit to to really overcome the dark and, and the painful experiences. So we we really hope to do what we call to rise like a phoenix and and to become a force of energy that really sustain uh, sustains uh, internally while we're sharing uh, outwardly. And for those of us who have taken advantage of of this recovery opportunity, you know and I know there's no going back. You know, recovery Sometimes it's quickly, as it says in the big book, sometimes quickly, like with the promises, sometimes slowly, but they will always materialize if we work for them. Sometimes recovery grows out and grows deep rather quickly. Some, sometimes things are more challenging to work through, but there's no going back. This new life, this new energy, this new excitement, this new revelation, this new resurrection and, and restoration is so vital to us that we're committed to a lifetime of serving others. Because in reality, it was, a, it was a commitment of others serving others that made a difference when I got to the rooms. And I think you know what I mean. So here's the deal. John Barker, you know, I, I call him my um, uh, website extraordinaire administrator, but John Barker and I started down this road back in 2006 when I launched my first website called Becoming Well Now. Now, since I had gotten sober back in, in 1986 and got my degree and worked in the recovery arena, uh, much of what we began to do had been things that I had been working on for 20 years, right? In in the rooms of treatment, uh, whether it was personally, advocationally, or vocationally. Um, but these are things that I, I had been working on and writing and developing for a long time. Then in 2015, we began transitioning into the recovery eye. Uh, Becoming Well's motto was a journey to recovery. And recovery guy is built around uh, the quote from broken to whole. And that's what we want because that's what we feel has become uh, to us. And we have since built a, a recovery team. You, you may be aware of, of, of John, Jonathan, of course, my, my daughter Jane and I work very closely together and, and developing hashtags. And, and she does a, so much of our work on um, uh, Instagram. And then, of course, there is um, JJ who who presents all of these podcasts and and uh, what a fabulous engineer and friend and he is. And the latest person to the team is Pablo, who's actually uh, John's brother, who is like the king of search engine optimization. And and if you like our new website, then then you have uh, Pablo to thank for that because he's re-engineered um, all of that. And so we have a great team to serve you and we hope you're in- encouraged by what we deliver because everyone comes at this from a standpoint of passion and caring for others. Again, today's podcast is uh, titled Wounded No More, and I I actually pulled the lyric line from an amazing newer group a few years out now, and they're called The Struts, right? Now, if, if, you, if you haven't heard of The Struts, if you have heard of The Struts, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, it, it, and, and this is what from a, a music magazine said, so they said, if you like David Bowie, who meets Queen, who meets the Rolling Stones, then you're going to love the struts. And if you think that's too much accolades to give them, then go listen to the struts. Anyway, uh, I had a great opportunity to see them in concert. They were fabulous. Uh, the struts have this song called Somebody New 
incredible love song, a real tearjerker if you're romantic like me. In the song, there's a line that reads, but when you've been broken, some wounds remain open that no one can heal. Then they just cry out for empathy and caring and regard and feeling. It really does, especially the way uh, it's sung. Again, but when you've been broken, some wounds remain open that no one can heal. Think about that for a moment. I mean, for those of us who have been broken, right? Again, from broken to whole, <laughs> I was shattered, right? Um, when I came in, I was so broken. I was, you know, Humpty Dumpty uh, was better off than me. Um, but here I am, you know, over time. Um, so, you know, I, I thought about that and, and thought about it. And, and again, it is, it is sadly true for so many people in recovery. Um, on one hand, it is hard to heal. But on the other hand, we must. Do you agree with that? It is hard. But just because it's hard doesn't mean that we shouldn't proceed. It just means it's going to be challenged along the way. When it comes to being wounded no more, I, I'm not saying that we will never be wounded again. I mean, that would be like saying we're going to cease being human, right? What, what I am saying is that the wounded feeling does not have to last. So the wounds are no more. And if we, if we think they will, then we're just going to swim in this pool of regret and, and, and feeling badly and, and we'll never get well. We'll always be stuck in yesterday because the wounds came from yesterday. You know, if they're coming still from today and we're in recovery, then you and I need to have a different conversation, right? But these are wounds. These are packed in the bags that we bring into recovery with us. And, and eventually, we have, to, we have to unpack that and deal with it. You know, wounds that others brought upon us by our association or our lack of boundaries or wounds that we inflicted on others and we realized what we had done and we were wounded in our wounding of them, right? I had, I had a lot of regrets like that, especially in the life of my, of my ex-wife, Sue, and of course, Kathleen and Carol and the wounds I brought upon them and my brothers and my sisters. You know, we wound and then... We, we're so selfish and self-centered, we, we don't even think of it as wounding them. We just think that, you know, they're there, and, and of course, it's always them, it's not us. Um, but then we realize how damaging we were, and, and the wounds we caused return as wounds to us. Um, there is where time becomes our friend. You know, when we talk about 
these wounded feelings, they don't have to last. There's, a, there's an adage, a cliche as it were, that says time heals all wounds. Have you heard that before? Time heals all wounds. That can be true. Um, I love what um, Brian Suits out of um, Dark Secret Place in L.A. says. He says that there's a, a particular quality that quantity has, right? There, there's, a, there, there's a particular quality that quantity has. And so over time, like, like, like anything, like a fermented cheese, right? It just gets better. It gets more rich. Um, you know, it says that um, uh, even, even things that cure, right? Uh, smoked hams and things like that. They, they take time. It heals. It, it makes things right. It procures and and time can do that time can be our friend right we didn't we didn't get wounded overnight nor did we wound overnight it was over time so so let's be patient and and let's enlist time now when i say give it time it doesn't mean we're this is a, a process of osmosis wounded no more is being active, right? We have to act on our wellness and our recovery to be wounded no more and to wound no more at the same time. So for these things to be true, there are some things that that I think, um, simple things that I think we should follow. I really believe that if we do these things regularly, we move past the previous wounds and avoid new wounds moving forward. And that's really important. We move past the previous wounds and avoid new wounds moving forward. We can do this while being engaged in life more than ever before. And that's one of the most exciting things about it. We We don't have to shed these wounds and live in a vacuum, we can actually be more out front than we ever were before, but in a real healthy manner that we're not bringing things upon ourselves. We, we're, we're learning to not be our own worst enemy. You know what I mean? Uh, we, we, we cease from areas of self-harming um, and we move past the previous wounds, and avoid new wounds moving forward. Um, We sort of clear things away as they come, and we get fresher, almost like a filter. Um, Do you ever, like like a filtering process that in the beginning, you filter certain impurities out, and then you increase how finite that filter is, so on the third or the fourth or the fifth filtering process, you're, you're coming with purity, almost, or, or, or like how um, how someone would um, skim uh, debris or or um, something off of gold, as they would skim that, or or as a a potter would re- remove Mars from the clay. Right, he gets it on the wheel and he starts throwing it. He might not see some of the Mars or the defects or the the bad. Um, uh, 
element that's in that clay, but little by little, as it becomes more refined and more finished, more impurities are taken out. And, and the same thing here, right? So, but we're always on the wheel of life, right? We're, we're never off of the potter's wheel. We're always a work in progress. And that's one of the things that's really exciting, uh, I, at least for me. So here are some things that I think could help us along our way. And I'll spend a couple minutes on them. And, and, and again, as always, I'm going to put these in the notes. So don't worry about writing them down now. Just go ahead and copy them down and throw them onto your, your tablet or your, your, your laptop, or you can print them from your phone or just keep them on your phone and read them there. Um, but here's some of the things that I think that we do. And, 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 you know, the things I share with you aren't things that I think are good for you, right? I'm not that guy, right? I think there are things that are good for us. These are things that, that I do that have been taught to me. So it's really about we and it's about you and me, which is, which is us, which really makes it powerful. So, you know, feel free to include, exclude, add to, you know, delete, whatever you want to do, but take away something from this because I think, you know, there's something for us here. Um, and again, I've, I've learned these things from people who have been around a long time and I've seen their life and, and I want what is going on in their life. So here's the first thing, maybe the most important thing for everything I say, and that is, Understand our personal value. So often when we're wounded, we actually feel we had it coming. Do you ever ever feel that way? That, well, maybe it was my fault. Maybe our self-esteem is so low or we're just engaged in behavior that we, we just can't defend ourselves anymore. And so we, we take on wounds because we have that self-destructive nature. And so not only are we destroying us, but we are destroyed by association. This is where understanding our personal value comes in. Because we have value. We, we are endowed by our creator for greatness. Have you ever noticed how remarkable we are. <laughs> and, I'm, and I make no apologies for that statement. Those of us who are in recovery, we're exceptional people who were hiding our whole life behind behavior and substances because we didn't understand our value. And then we get clean, we get sober, we, we cease from overeating, from, from, from anorexia, from bulimia, from, from the gambling, from all the other negative behaviors. And all of a sudden we think, dang, I'm, I'm really good at this. And, and we then understand we had this value all along. We just hit it. So understand our personal value. Practice positive reinforcement. Continue to remind ourselves how valuable we are. And again, this is self-esteem 101, but I think this really sets the groundwork for some other things we're going to talk about in terms of wounded no more. So practice positive reinforcement. Understanding my personal value 
and then reinforcing that understanding on a regular basis. Here's one of the best ways to do it is number three, surround ourselves with those who see value in us. So the value that we isolate and identify and isolate in ourselves that we're practicing positive reinforcement for, surround yourself with people who see that and who see more. Sometimes we might be afraid to see more because we might seem prideful or, or, or lacking humility. But no, what, what is wrong? We are exceptional people. Look at what we've gone through. Look at where we're at. Look at where we're going to, right? And we surround ourselves with people who see that in us and how important that is because you know misery loves miserable company and and not just any old company but you know what people of value like people of value and and we Laura and I have these dear friends uh, uh, Stephen season and it was really funny one night when we were out to dinner in Salt Lake and I love Stephen season season to death. Fabulous people, great friends. Laura and Steve are in the car business together. He was one of her trainers, so we're very close. Anyway, we were out to dinner one night and and uh, over at the Bayou in uh, Salt Lake, great uh, New Orleans-style restaurant. Anyway, we were sitting there, and Steve just looked at me and said, I know what it is about you. You're charmingly arrogant. And, and you know, I, I sort of laughed at first, but he... He said I was charming, so so that part helped. And and he went on to explain, he says, you just see so much value in who you are, and you do it in such a charming and an innocent sense that I think you're just charmingly arrogant. That if I didn't know you, you might appear to be arrogant, but but you you express it in a way that's endearing. So that was the charming part. And and those are the people I want to be around. He wasn't saying anything negative about me. He was just pointing out how I pursue life and how I pursue energy and the value that I see in me, not because of who I am, but because of what I've been given. What have you been given? Have you been given recovery? Have you been given a way where you can turn your life around? Surround yourself with people who see that. Be willing to forgive those who have wounded us. Man, forgiveness, what a big thing it is, right? It's almost like the opposite of resentment. If I'm resenting, there is no forgiveness. And if I'm forgiving, I'm not resenting. And and when I'm not resenting, I am forgiving. It opens me up to so much more. It opens me up for you to see me. And it opens me up for me to see you. And forgiveness and healing and understanding is so important. You won't miss anything. Matter of fact, we gain things when we learn how to forgive. No matter what someone has done to you, be willing to forgive them. I didn't say forgive them right away, because sometimes forgiveness takes time, but be willing to forgive. If we're willing to forgive, that opens us up to be willing and then let time do what time does. The next thing is explore healthy boundaries. Uh, 
so critical, so important, because healthy boundaries will then shield us and guard us from future woundings, right? When we're practicing healthy boundaries. Now, that doesn't mean that people who love us and who are in our circle can't wound us because they do, just like we wound people we care for. But if we practice healthy boundaries, we are less likely to be wounded no more. So, number six, we want to be guarded from those who elevate themselves, and this is part of number five, we want to be guarded or have boundaries against those who elevate themselves by wounding others. Again, there are certain people who increase as they're causing us to decrease. Very sad people. Again, misery loves, miserable company. Remember, Wounded people wound people. So if we are around a person who's wounded, it is because we want to help them get past their woundedness. Not because they're individuals that we don't have boundaries against, because they will wound us. They are not healthy. And our association, unless they're in the family and and what Joyce Landorf calls are irregular people, that's a whole other topic, then we need to just keep them at bay because they will try to wound us because, again, misery loves miserable company. Number seven, and there's just uh, three more, seven, eight, and nine, be a person who helps other wounded people have victory. I'll tell you, goes back to being that giving person and sharing Be a person who helps other wounded people have victory because you and I, we have had victory over being wounded. We are wounded no more and we're working in that direction. Other people want the same victory that we have enjoyed. Let's help them get there. Let's let's look for them. Let's find them. Let's pray. Let's ask God as we understand God to show us who those people are because our creator, God loves them the way he loves us. And and God wants others to heal and be wounded no more, just like he required and desired and made a way for us to be that as well. So let's help them have victory. Stay grounded. Number eight, stay grounded in the things that increase our personal value that when the wounds come, we can lessen their impact because they're going to come. Wounding opportunities are going to come. Remember, we're, we, we haven't um, retreated or ceased from being human or life. We've increased our exposure. So, so wounding opportunities, they will come, guarantee you. Without our permission, as I like to say. But if we're increasing our personal value, like in step one, you know, where, where, where we had looked at understanding our personal value, and step eight, we're increasing it, our personal value. And, and that is a continuum. Increase is, is either 
a, a static or a continual verb. And I prefer like recovery, right? Recovery can be a noun or it can be a verb. I like it best as a verb. I describe my recovered state. I am a person of recovery, but I say that by staying in recovery. And recovery is a verb. It is action. And so is increasing our personal value. Because when those wounds come, we want to lessen their impact. And number nine, be reminded through daily affirmations that we aren't victims but we're victors. We aren't a victim. Victims are people who put themselves in situations or are put in situations without defense and they can't defend themselves. Even when something is put upon us without our permission, we're not a victim because we don't stand there and allow it to continue nor do we feel defeated while we're involved in it. We are working a plan of recovery and coming out. I can be a victor while it's occurring to me. I can find a way through the help of others, through prayer and meditation and things that I'm doing to find, to be a victor while I'm waiting for the victory. I can be victorious in the moment through small battles as I'm waiting to win the war. Be reminded daily that we are not victims, we are victors. I really believe that if we practice these things in some fashion and consistency, we will see that we will not only um, be wounded no more, but we will be wounded less. Hey, thank you so much for joining this podcast today. Please go to recoveryguide.org, go to the blogs, Go for the major podcast channels. You can see us on Apple Podcasts. You can go to Stitcher. You can go to iHeartRadio Podcast, um, your favorite podcast channel. And if you don't have one, just go to recoveryguide.org and go to the dropdown of the podcast and see all the channels that we're available on. But find us, share us, leave a review, follow us getting ready to do the newsletter. So sign up for the newsletter. Go in and register. We're going to start the newsletter about the second week of June. I'm going to do two newsletters per month. That's our next level of growth. We want to be there for you. We are the recovery community. Recovery Guy stands for wellness. It stands for going from broken to whole. And we want you to be a part of that. Again, thank you so much for joining today. My name is Robert, and I am the recovery guy.